back to survivors of destruction um man this is an interview i've been looking to forward to for a while now and um i finally got the guy here he's somebody i looked up to for a long time um i'm talking about going back to like the 90s and uh 
shoot, I can't remember. I, I was following this guy around. I was probably 12 to, you mean, all my teen years at least. But, man, this dude uh, was just one, one of my inspirations. One of, the, one of the reasons why I started singing myself. So, you know, you go back all the way back to young Sammy, back to like, Sam, 12 year old Sammy, I was following around. I probably got on this guy's nerves, man. I, I, I knew I probably at least got in his way a couple times when he's sitting down at the drum. But, man, I want to introduce my good bro. Now, my good bro, it's like I told you in the first episode, man. Like, just somebody I always looked up to and always wanted to sing, want, want to meet, but I was too too bucky to go up and talk to him. And I not now, like I said, I he's, we jam out together. We have a good time. And, um, and uh, I appreciate the brother coming out here. And I want to introduce you to Santee Witt, the Bushman. He's here in the house, and he's a, uh, and he's gonna give us a, a good uh, outlook on his life and, and what he what he's been through and and uh, and how he came about with singing and and making these badass songs that he that he has and and uh, all the all you know what I mean this, this guy's career goes back long long time and uh, way before I was even singing. So he he's the triple OG. So. I'll let him introduce himself and let you let you know where he's from and uh you know kind of get give you a little background on himself real quick. <clears throat> oh, bro. <clears throat> yeah. Santi Red. Uh uh see um we are kinda talk out here, you know. Had me a little you know coming from uh Oglala, Lakota land. Barn raised uh Allen, South Dakota. Um actually born in Bordertown, Martin, South Dakota. Nineteen seventy four. Came into this world. Uh, came into this world as my mother's uh <clears throat> my mother's only child. Um uh she said I was uh, good enough, you know, and it was hard for her. But uh, she was 21, I believe, and <clears throat> my father was 21, both young parents. So, uh, but I got brothers and uh, sisters out there from my father on in uh, North Dakota. Out in, uh, one's on a college, so, you know, I'm real proud of them. So I do got siblings out there. And then, uh, growing up with uh, cousins, first cousins, too, you know, those are, those are like my brothers and sisters growing up. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, uh, even though... Only child of my mom, you know, I had a lot of <clears throat> brothers and sisters out there, uh, cousins, you know, yeah, both sides of the family. So it was, it was pretty cool. It wasn't a lonesome yeah. childhood or anything like that, you know. But that's where I was, you know, <clears throat> grew up there in Allen community. You know. Is it called a Pass Creek? Is that yeah, a Pass Creek community. Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe. Uh, different uh, quote the names for it there. Uh, Pass Creek area, but a lot of history there in the Allen area, a little little bitty place there. But uh, me and my uh, family there put it on the map, you know. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, uh, dan yeah. Dancing, yeah. My my grandfather Jimmy DeBray, you know, really uh, um, showed us how to the the to rejoice through the dancing and singing, and you know, the Powell Circuit, you know, mm -hmm. you know. So he was a craftsman, so he did all our shows and. Yeah, uh, regalias, you know, yeah. for the grandkids. Top, top notch, uh. yeah, man. But she <laughs> was—that's my memories way back—is just doing those kind of things, and I was actually somewhat of a, a child prodigy. Yeah, 
yeah. when it came to uh, traditional dancing, man. It was crazy, but the stories I heard, yeah. you know. Yeah, so yeah. I grew up in the power circuit, but also around the traditional ways too, man. So Sundance and ceremony and all that, you know, in the American church, all of that, you know. But grew up there now, and yeah, and I come, uh, I, I uh, got educated over and moved to uh, Martin. My, my uh, oldest daughter was born, yeah. and uh, got educated there in Martin for a while. And, uh, moved back to Allen for a bit, take care of my mom. Got educated some more, and some, you know, I was pressing education and working towards something. And, uh, so, so that's is, so the, the the Bray family is is that that's your uh, is that that's all your your family out there too? Right? Yeah, the my mom's side, uh, the Bray family on my uh, mom's side and the Witt side. Uh, my dad, Michael Witt, Michael David Witt, uh, out of uh, the Witt family comes out of uh, originally from Wombly, but mm. um, my grand, grandfather Nathaniel Witt and Eva. With grandmother, live out to Slim Beats uh, out of Pine Ridge, mm-hmm. so I grew up there too. So like I said, there's a lot of, I mean, once we get into it, the spirituality, and I was uh, baptized uh, Catholic Church, you know, through my father's side. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of influences there of uh, spirituality and religion and whatever, how you want to look at it, but uh, yeah, way of life. But I'll explain all that throughout the yep, interview, yep. you know. Yeah, bro. So like one of the fir- one of the first questions I always ask everybody is like. When you're growing up in the house, you know, when you just uh, when you when you're a baby, like what what was the type of stuff your mom listened to? Like what what is she uh, what what did you grow up hearing with her? You know, what I mean, like what what was uh, some good music she played or, or like your memories of your mom? Like when you when you think of your mom, like what what are some type of songs or music that come to mind when you think of your mom, bro? My mom's uh, <clears throat> right away. It's like seventies rock for some reason because. Uh, her and my dad are like in the hippie era or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Stairway to Heaven was their love song, man. And bro, oh, and, yeah. uh, my mom and dad were kind of on and off going up when I was a kid. So yeah. he would come every now and then and bring out the 12 string acoustic and yeah. Serenader, man. And I would see that and I'm like, whoa. And also, your, 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 your dad plays a. Yeah, man. Song. I'll get to that. Yeah, he's, he's, he was a big influence on my music because he's, a, he's an accomplished guitar player. Oh, man. And uh, that that that's where a lot of it came from too, man. A lot of people know that, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, I would uh, see that all the time. Him serenading my mom all the time, and yeah. I think maybe that's where the, that that part came from—the love songs and the passionate part uh, of uh, the music. But yeah, definitely. So, but when I think of my mom, yeah, I think of Stairway to Heaven, the seventies, uh, tunes like that, you know, yeah. Journey. But there's a lot of music influences. I still listen to that kind of stuff to this yeah, day, man. man. <laughs> Yeah, that's the same. That's the same with me. It's like uh, country music back in the days. I, I didn't. I didn't like country. Like I said on the last episode, I, I never really. I mean, it wasn't my thing because city boy, yeah. man. So I, it was always, always all about rap. But then uh, when my mom moved back to Pioneers, bro, I was like, oh man, when I hear George Strait or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe miss her and stuff. But yeah, bro. So so how did how did you uh, like when did you start picking up the drum and and. Uh, was it ceremonies that brought you to the drum first, or like, I mean, like I, of course it was. Cer- I mean, like, was your part? Was you have interest in more? Like when when you first started out singing, or what, what was it? Powwows or ceremonies? Like how'd that work? <clears throat> well, this is how it all started, bro. And uh, I can tell you right now, you know, I've only told my wife and my mom, maybe, and uh, just a few other uh, trusted people. But I mean, nobody really asked either. But mm-hmm. you know, this is an opportunity, I guess, for. Uh, listeners to to kind of know history but it's pretty 
pretty in depth. <clears throat> and uh, it's almost kind of like a, you could believe me or not, you know, mm-hmm. almost like that. Um, my grandfather was uh, Jimmy DeBray. He was mm-hmm. very, very spiritual man, you know, in uh, all aspects of it, you know. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> we had a few ceremonies in our, our old, when he used to live there in Allen. We had UEPs uh, and uh, things like that there. And uh, I remember uh, growing up, earliest memories of my grandpa uh, listening to Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I used to go, Johnny Carson, remember that was a good memory, you know, I was just a boy. Yeah. But, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to tell you, you know. Yeah. Like I said, you, you could believe me or not, but <laughs> yeah. however people want to perceive it, you know, but this is me and my life and how things came to be. Like you asked the question yeah. and I believe this is part of it. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I was younger, uh, my grandpa's old place there in Allen, mm-hmm. and I still go there to this day to uh, pray. Mm-hmm. I was just there last week, as a matter of fact, a mm-hmm. week and a half ago, to that old house, and uh, mm-hmm. it's right there in the center of Allen. And as a kid, as a boy, in my early I'd be like four, five, six around there. I was, uh, I would say, I was hunted, hunted, because uh, I had this room I shared with my uncle Luke, uh-huh. and he was he was a teenager at the time, mm-hmm. and he wasn't the uh, he wasn't the death metal and a wasp, oh, yeah. uh, Megadeth. I mean, some, uh-huh. some wicked old bands, you know. But on the posters, you had like, uh, I mean, this is back in the days. You got to imagine, you know, a headbanger. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Back, what was this, she's 80s, late 70s. I was born in 1974, so around that time. But yeah, yeah he was into that. And uh, he had things like that around the bedroom. And I, I, I room with him in the same bedroom. And I had like my little bed and he had his own. But he was into some wicked music and whatnot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he, I guess that was kind of the first, you know, guitar was just that, that wasp, uh, Metallica. Uh, yeah. Was what, was, he played that kind of, you know. But, so it was first that, as a kid hearing that. Yeah. But at the same time, within the household, we had ceremonies, so ceremonial songs, and uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, I was, as a kid, I knew uh, Paul was not, but in my room, like I was saying, I was haunted, man, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember uh, my uncle, he used to leave, sneak out of the house, I would go in my room, and I'd be there by myself, and he had this lamp that uh, changed colors, I could just picture it and hear it, it made a noise, like uh-huh. a, a screeching noise, but it was like a 1970s lamp, but yeah, when it yeah. turned, it made the room turn a different color as it turned yeah so the room would be green and red and oh, yeah, it was a psychedelic yeah but it would do that and i was <laughs> laying there and yeah. man uh, um i don't play his music though he, i would turn it off when he left but i would just lay there and try to sleep but something would be pushing underneath my bed and my back you know mm-hmm. pushing me from underneath the bed and i was like what the heck and Jesus. i would uh run to, that's why i was talking about grandpa jimmy and uh Johnny Carson, because I run in there, grandpa, and sit on his lap, or, yeah. you know, watch uh, watch Johnny Carson with him until I actually went to sleep, then, you know, I end up in my bed, he'll take me there or something. But a few times, that would happen, a lot of times, you know, of banging on the ground, like, I'll be laying in my bed, and then all of a sudden, I'll just, like, pound on the ground below me. Jeez. And, man, I would just take <laughs> off. And I told my mom that she lived in a basement at the time, yeah. and she would just, wouldn't believe me, you know, tell me toughen up and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. hey, that was creepy, bro. And I yeah. remember that was one of my first memories of like just uh, spirits or something bothering me. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was just crazy, you know. But I, I dealt with it growing up. And it, whatever house we moved to, it followed me too because I went to another house and there was like something in the basement that would cry. And uh, yeah. this sound eerie. Go up <laughs> half the stairs and walk halfway down, and something would play with my feet while I was sleeping, like tickle my feet. 
And man, to this day, I don't sleep with the covers uh, off my covers. I swear to God, I don't. Oh man! Years, years later, I don't sleep with my uh, feet uncovered because that happened to me as a as a kid. Uh-huh. And my mom would tell me that even as a baby, I would like throw a ball to somebody, and somebody would throw a ball back. And <laughs> I had an imaginary friend named Dondi. Uh huh. Hey, Dondi, you know that was my bud. Uh-huh. Like I said, I didn't have no siblings, so uh-huh. uh, ghost that siblings or something, but. Uh, <laughs> you know, growing up, that that was kind of the way it was, but I was cling to the. Uh, and that was in Pass Creek, huh? the, the yeah, Pass yeah, Creek. different places in Pass Creek. Then I eventually, we moved. My mom moved me and just me and her moved to uh, outside the housing where my grandpa built a home, a log home with his huh? own hands. Gee. He built his own home there, and that's where we, I lived. And the sweat lodge is right beside that home, uh-huh. so I got to take care of that sweat as, yeah. as my earliest memories as a kid. Yeah. And there was a wood wood stove in there. Old school, man. I grew, I grew up without plumbing. I had dig my own. Uh, I grew up tough, man. Yeah, I grew yeah. up old school. I had my own uh, wood stove in the back. I had a chop wood. I had a hull uh, bucket outside when it was too cold to go bathroom outside. Yeah. Dig a bathroom outside every season. Uh, so much work, you know. Yeah, just yeah. Hauling water because we had no plumbing, so I had to haul in water. It was just tough for my mom's, but she, she worked as a, a counselor. Uh-huh. Evening shifts, or whatever. So I was home a lot. That part, that yeah. I so I kind of was alone by myself. Yeah, maybe that's where some of the music too, because uh, I was always just singing to myself, and uh, mm-hmm. it was just home alone in that little log home mm-hmm. a lot. And she would just like, I'll come back from school. She'd be like, Your food's in the microwave, ready for you there. Yeah, yeah. And she wouldn't come back till hours later. Uh-huh. A lot of alone time. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got bothered a lot by different things there. Freaked me out. It was right by that old sweat lodge too. So. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah, Learning okay. to live with those kind of things, you know, but uh, it was cold winters there, no other houses nearby until late, years later, then my mm-hmm. grandpa moved in next door. Uh-huh. That's kind of the, towards the end of his life, you know, maybe the last decade or so. He moved, five, I don't know, next door, you know. That's when me and my mother moved away, though. We moved to the housing again. I had my own room there. Uh-huh. I was her only child. I grew up with my cousins, too. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, that, I remember uh, going through my grandpa at the old place where he lived, and influences in music was she was always listening to eight track tapes of uh, uh peyote music yeah and he was doing peshawas his his crops were you know so i walk in his room and you hear the, he had this old eight track player that looked pretty pretty cool back in the days you know uh-huh. it's probably a lot of money back in the day you know yeah yeah anyway he had eight tracks of the yinkton sue you know volumes uh-huh and a lot of good singers boy and um i would just walk in there and just sit in there and listen to him and talk to him and hear stories but yeah, he would just have that music jamming. Like, oh man, that's so soothing. Man, just like yeah. calling me, and it was just like calming to me, soothing. Yeah. He would tell me about it and how I have uh, direct bloodline lineage to you know, the American Church, you know, relatives and history. Yeah. How it got uh, came to Allen first there in that community, mm-hmm. the POD. So a lot of history they're ruined. Yeah. So you know, growing up with listening to that, you yeah. know, in my mind and. uh being a young kid around uh, Allen community running around and um, I uh, she had to be about 10 years old or 11 real young riding my bike around Allen I heard uh, the drum boom, 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 boom. Uh-huh. one of the homes there in Allen it's like whoa you know put my bike down it drew me it called me like literally yeah <clears throat> so I was like what and I, I liked it you know and, uh, the sound of it you know it sounds familiar like the grandpa listens to this so. yeah live version of it you know yeah yeah so i walked up to the house and sure enough to have a meeting fireman said oh, come here you know it was just relatives praying and singing he was just like uh 
calling to me uh, comfortable and like wow you know yeah you know it was just so awesome um experience to witness that for the first time people yeah. praying and eating the medicine and uh elders almost the elders in there and yeah like the ways you know how they're sitting there and uh talking about the uh, bible and the chanupa's ways yeah they're just really uh talking about the ways and it caught me like wow as a young person i was like man yeah it's just so awesome to, to know and to hear and to know that there's songs that go with it is even yeah. more cool you know i just yeah it was like a calling right there you know yeah man and then yeah rose had a deep love for it early then, uh yeah, definitely exposed to it, you know, yeah. and uh, calling, you know, like I was saying, and there was the, the the other part there being hunted, you know, I don't know what that, I know it has to tie into it somehow, some way. Yeah. But I'm just not too sure. It's something I figured out through myself throughout life, you know. Yeah. Experiences and whatnot, you know. What I know growing up spiritually, you know, I got a lot of answers and different things. So. Yeah. Yeah, bro, that's... That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're good. Like I said, like you guys could be out here multiple times, bro. But it's yeah. it's a uh, it's good to hear like like your your background, bro. Because I I've been watching you sing for since I was a kid, bro. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I remember you and you guys in uh, back in the day was a medicine horse or uh, drone with them. Like I mean, yeah. you guys battling it out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. All I knew of you was just the powwow side, bro. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, then later on, I, I I got to figure out that you guys were, uh, or that you were a real accomplished like ceremony singer and stuff yeah. too, and and your songs and stuff. But like, uh, yeah, bro, like, so I mean, it's, it's just like I said, it's good for for the people to hear all this, and um, and so when, so that that was really your first love, then right? Just like peyote and ceremonial songs, and then yeah. Well, what, what I was talking to you about Sundance too. I mean, I grew up around it, and uh. They told me stories when I could just, like, walk, you know, and I was a part of the arbor. Uh -huh. uh, they blessed me out there, and I got my ears pressed out there in the arbor when I was, like, five years old. Hey. They pressed my ear, and, uh, you know, I was a warrior at that time, you know, growing up, and it was like that, man. The atmosphere and the reality was always different, you know, and a lot of different leaders praying together, and, jeez, yeah. uh, that's the best times I can remember, you know. My life back into those old Sundance days, and I gotta be out there as a kid, you know. But I remember, bro, bro how, oh, how many Sundances were around about that time, bro? Like about that time, they had the big one, the um, Core Dogs Paradise over there, they had a few over there, and then there was a well, actually, there was just one there whenever, whenever they uh, they just start having them openly, remember, after the uh, the wounded knee, and there was it was legal, you know. Yeah. And then there was just that big one. Do you hear about that big one? Uh, stories about the one over in Pine Ridge. Yeah, my mom tells and, me about uh, that. It was a powwow, too. In the same arbor. Yeah. They, they like uh, Sundance all day and powwow at night or something like that. And yeah, yeah. It was just different, you know, parades and fairs, but it was just a different time, you know. Yeah, I, I different hear. Different time. I hear all kinds of different uh, different stories and, and mm -hmm. uh, like like traditions that they had. Like, like uh, they're telling me, like, the reason why the man goes one way and the woman goes one way somebody was telling me it's because uh you know what i mean because it's it's kind of like you know you, so you could see the woman's face and the man could see mm -hmm. and the woman could see the man it was kind of like mm -hmm. it was a social dance you know what i mean so you, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? going out there to, i guess snag up <laughs> yeah like i said it's a different time you know and, uh, yeah. but see that's how it started then uh alters you know they uh got uh shared throughout the the reservation but i just know uh, different leaders like like there was that's what I'm studying right now too is different uh, teachings of uh, different 
leaders that were here before us, but they document, you know, their uh, teachings. So we have like Fool's Crow, um, we have uh, Black Elk. Uh, recently, I was just studying up on, uh, I can't think of the name off the bat, but there's there's different ones, but mm. um, got branched out, you know. Yeah. But the the circle that I pray at, you know, was when I was growing up, it was Fool's Crow, and he handed it a, a altar over to my grandfather, Jimmy Debray, mm. and he handed it down to my uncle, uh, Lexi uh, Steve Debray, who has it currently right now. So then, you know, with family, you handed down, uh, but, you know, history, a lot of history there. Yeah. But being exposed to the songs at that time, hearing them, uh, it was just soothing to me, and it was just those original songs, you know. Yeah. And then eventually you start hearing different ones, like, I think maybe when I was, like, teenager, uh-huh. I started hearing this song, it was a little different, you know, in the uh-huh. harbor, uh-huh. it was, was, was like this, uh, I was like, going, uh, uh, yeah. Something like that, and uh, like, hey, that's a little different, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a little different. The that there was different uh, gentlemen making songs, prayer songs at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, John Ronham was one of them too, so he mm-hmm. was a big uh, influence to me. Uh, yeah. And he would bring the drum out and uh, uh, and see. Uh, relatives just out there enjoying it and uh feeling that power you know within yeah. that song mm-hmm. so i seen that first time i i danced to it too and i was like man that's just so through this guy that's when i found you know like them things are possible you know mm-hmm. with the with the music and mm-hmm. the, uh, spirituality and uh, the ways but little did i know at that time you know uh later on in my life i would be composer of those kind of songs yeah but you know introduce introduce it that way you know seeing different ones come in the composers before me you know yeah so at that time those songs are new now they're old you know yeah but still the power is there and we still sing under the day you know keep them alive like that but you know they were brought to to the people for a reason at that time you know yeah that's yeah. how i believe it you know yeah for yeah for real bro that's shit i, I start when i start because I, I hang around uh that uh bro moose camp and he's he's another uh he's another song maker you and him man you guys are just I don't know, <laughs> but it it inspired me to start making because I send you the songs that I made. Yeah, to me, yeah. but, but I mean, I, you guys have that flow and that that uh, geez, man, it's like that's years of experience, and then and then to and to me, it's like you, you have the uh, more understanding of the language and then the 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 way that you know, I mean, just it's just a different flow. Like I, I mm. like I I I don't have I don't have that and didn't grow up with it, so it's uh. Yeah, it's harder for me to do. You make I make I make those straight songs all the time, you know, <laughs> and, mm. and around that, whatever. But I to get those to get that flow that you guys have is just man, that's 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 a blessing. I always tell uh, um, bro, like to for that to come to you, you know what I mean? Because for yeah. you, when when you make songs, I don't I don't know how it comes to you. Like like I can't ever like when I make a song, I, I can't ever force it. You know, mm. it's gotta like it's got sometimes for me, it's just like. It just drops in my head or something, you know. We did, and then I start yeah. singing. It's almost like somebody's singing it to me, and then I just sing it out of you. Is I don't know if it's like that with you or if you. I don't know how you make songs, but yeah, man, it's a man. Your 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 songs are are badass, and we get to hear you sing one today. But um, yeah, man. So so how did you get into power, bro? When when did that all come along? Oh yeah, right? man. Like I said, I grew up. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about that, man. They mentioned it uh, as a kid. Going back to my childhood again, mm-hmm. reminiscing here, but uh, 
yeah, man, I could I could pull the same confidence that I was a child prodigy, mm-hmm. but traditional dancer. Man, mm-hmm. I used to coachula and mom was telling me I seen pictures and I had the proof because growing up I had like trophies. That's back in the days when they gave yeah, out trophies. Trophies, you know? uh, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> trunks full of trophies and jackets and, you know, awards. Yeah. But <clears throat> that was my passion, you know, dancing. So uh, I wish we had, back in the day, I wish we had a video camera or something to capture that of me as a kid kicking it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, I would love to see that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just, I remember just dancing for a long time, and then uh, as I got kind of young, older, uh, preteen, whatever, I think I switched up to grass dance for a bit, and then back to traditional. But it wasn't how I was as a kid, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. win as much as I got teenager. Mm-hmm. It was I had a different, different style, and I still, you know, I made my own regalia after that, you know, but mm-hmm. it wasn't how it was whenever I was just that junior boy traditional. Yeah. You know, I was, I was... Tearing it up on a circuit at that time. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as I got older, like I say, the Paulo, uh, I see my uncle, the Pass Creek, you know, the the uh, the Bray, Iron Cloud, you know, there's uh, different families there, different brotherhoods going on at that time. Yeah. And uh, I remember they, they jamming, you know. Yeah. And going up into that as like 12-year-old, 13-year-old kid, uh, that's when they start trading, you know, like jump in there, get in there, you know. And you yeah. start getting interested, and then that's where it began, you know. Yeah. Picking up that drumstick, uh, going off beat, getting, you know. Back then, the, the leg shoes were kind of tough on you, too, so. Yeah, they was. Going uh, off beat, you know, get you on beat, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. growing up like that around just the power circuit, I grew up around the power circuit. That was my life, you know. Yeah. Traveling different states and whatnot and seeing my uncles win. Uh, past week, they would travel and they would, like, we were in a winning at Fort Dishing in Utah and over in Washington and a lot of different places. And she's never pretty chill, man. And uh, yeah. told myself, man, I want to do that someday, definitely, you know. And, yeah. Uh, finally got a chance to as a teenager, but then I had that uh, uh, puberty, so it wasn't more. I wasn't just blasting off the bat, or I wasn't a child yeah. singer like a lot of uh, you see a lot today. Yeah, yeah. A lot of child singers out there, you know. I wasn't yeah. like that. It was just more or less. I start singing. I think about me, man. I didn't start singing until maybe late teens at the yeah. drum. Yeah, yeah. And I start picking it up, and all of a sudden one day. Uh, Blasted out a lead and it, it came out like a lead. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> that yeah. wasn't anything. Shit, I'm out of puberty now. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a high pitch and squeaky, but I was like, yeah. shit, it's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something to work with. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But I had a lot of heroes back in the day, like uh, Whitefish Juniors, a uh, Blackstone, Black Lodge, you know, Stony yeah. Park, Ayabe. Those guys were top notch at the time, you know, yeah. boys. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on, man. Back yeah. from home, uh, Eagle Mountain, you know, Porcupine. We had our homeschool people there. So, I mean, there was just, I just loved singing growing up, but those are the, the groups, you know, Red Leaf, and we had some uh, Ironwood, the old schools, you name it, boy. Yeah. And uh, grew up with all that and just start uh, getting a flair for it. Started catching on. And all of a sudden, well, I think I had to be about 19 and be my first powwow song, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first Pawa song and showed the the boys and eat. That's when uh, yeah. that that kind of took off. Which there. which one was that, bro? Which which one was it? I just remember the lady over there goes. Something like that. Yeah, I, can't yeah. even, I can't even remember. I just know I made a song and uh, 
Everyone liked it. Let's jam it. Let's jam it. Yeah. Cranked out the operator's lead. And yeah, that was it. Boy, I had my voice and I started just training it. And the boys were getting excited because, you know, we hey, had songs. You, got, you, guys, you guys got big there, bro, for, uh, for, cause for a while. Because we were my cousins. Right? We had good voices. We're all young. And then we had the training from the uncles, you know. Yeah. They were kind of on their way out, like, you know, retirement or whatever. But yeah. Me and my uh, upcoming up-and-comers, you know. So that's why uh, we had the album Generations, you know. And yeah. Uh, nobody knows. I didn't, there was no recognition, but I wrote every song on that except for one. My uncle, like she, Steve, made a, a round dance song on her. Yeah. But all yeah. the other ones, I made all of those. Just, all of a sudden, the songs just start coming to me and yeah, start mission. Like I have my own style, you know, because I didn't want to copy nobody or whatever. But <clears throat> same time, it was sound like a pretty legit style. So it was pretty cool, man. How it came about that way, and I just yeah, hell yeah, I love her leading and singing and so, being a part of a group. How, how, how did the, how did Pass Creek start, bro? Was was how long was was that that group uh, in the works? Or did did you pick it up from your uncles? And... Yeah, it was a family group first, you know, uh -huh. a community uh, Pass Creek. Yeah, uh, like I said, it started in the seventies. Uh, one of the original groups around the reservation. Yeah, and um. Like I said, you know, as a teenager, then I, I, I picked it up somewhere in my 20, early 20s. Uh -huh. Then my uncles are kind of letting it go. Then my cousins, you know, we picked it up and um, we had a crew. We, we found Brotherhood. Different ones wanted to come join. And, ah, man, it got pretty big there for a while. And uh, there was other albums that were recorded but never released, too. I wish I had uh, copies of those because they were pretty chill. And, uh, yeah. Um, just a lot of years of maybe 10 plus years of this jamming and touring and uh, with the circuit and like i said back in the days there wasn't too much of technology so you don't see no youtube of, uh, yeah that's what sucks i got i got uh, i got yeah. remember i showed those recordings you know what i mean i yeah, got like I got 90s that, and that, that's it right there 90s that decade yeah. was whenever it really kind of rocked it out yeah. and then come 2000s it kind of uh sort of kind of mm, moved to different drums start singing a Founder Brotherhood of Creekside. And, yeah. But we jammed it out for 10 plus years too. But we, that was more or less of a, more of a, this change of pace. And uh, I still was single to Pass Creek too, but more or less just kind of leaned towards uh, Creekside traveling. And yeah. there were just a different kind of crew, uh, kind of more of what I was into and things like that, you know. And uh, so we went and traveled. Well, man, Creekside, man, we, we rocked it out a lot of places too. We had some albums out there too. I think Keeley still has a few of them. Yeah, but a lot of uh, a lot of championships, man. Yeah, hit that yeah, trail sure. hard there for some years, man, and just rocked it. Uh, yeah, I always had like that third lead or something. Yeah, me bull, man. Manual props to that guy. Yeah, because he's a good song maker too. We just uh, meshed well together for a lot of years, and he made songs, I made songs. It was a good partnership. Yeah, That's yeah, more for, or less, you know, it was for sure, pretty, bro. Pretty dope, man. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that guy. I watched him sing too, and because I think back in the days, they what were they called? Uh, was it cra Crazy Horse or? We were Wakia. Wakia, yeah, Wakia yeah. Singers, yeah. Back in the day, bro. But yeah, I had a couple questions for you too, bro. Yeah. As far as like, um, like nowadays, like what, what, what what's your uh, perspective on like people recording ceremony songs and and you know what I mean, like to learn or you know what I mean what 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 do you think is a good way to go about all that and and uh, cause I know a couple people want to know like what, what do you think about that, dude? Cause, like I told you earlier, it's like that. From what I hear, it's it's a it's controversial. Like, mm -hmm. like a lot of older guys are like, don't record it, don't don't record these songs. You know I mean just learn it by memory, or you know just mm -hmm. like that type of thing. But but 
I have my I have my uh, my opinion on it, but what what is yours on it? Like like, as far as like recording ceremony songs and and you know, yeah, and that like what 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 do you what do you say about that, bro? Well, it goes to uh, <clears throat> well, we're I teach uh, Lakota culture, you know. For I don't know if I didn't mention that, you know, but I've been a teacher for some years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in education involved in education for quite some time now, and I've got special education. Right now, my uh, just, uh, been in Lakota culture, but I still, you know, that's my main focus is uh, showing these kids, the youth, uh, where they come from and cultural identity, mm-hmm. to be proud of who they are. And uh, if all means, the best way is to uh, find somebody, uh, a mentor, or uh, like she, or somebody you can learn from. Mm-hmm. And learn on, you can uh, really, I see a lot of youth like that. They want to learn, they want to catch on. And some of them have the outlet, you know. They have mm-hmm. somewhere to, to find that that in them where they can connect. Mm-hmm. And but there's also the ones who are not so lucky to have that connection, and um, yeah, they just have to find it somewhere. And that's where you know, uh, it is the modern times, you know, technology. And of course, they're gonna look on uh, social media and whatnot, you know. Yeah. But if they can find something to inspire them to. To connect to that prayer to the culture, you know that that's that's nothing but a good thing, you know. Yeah. And of course, there's a fine yeah, there's there's a fine line, you know. Like I said, there's our old old songs that are, you know, I I I would say we shouldn't be recorded or anything, you know. Should be just taught through maybe even uh, best ways through orally, but learn them, but um, sweat lodge and but at the same time, just to have their own personal recorder to learn them, that's okay, you know. Yeah, I did that a few times where I put a song on a, somebody's recorder on a phone, yeah, so they could learn, you know. Yeah, yeah. I did that myself too. Like, hey, what the how's that one song go? You know, put it on my phone, and you know, I'm not gonna put that on social media or anything, but you know, yeah. for me to learn, for me to know. And I think a lot of the songs that are out there is, uh, uh, like for me, is just sharing my creativity. So it's yeah. something that's from I'm sharing my heart, you know, and it's, it's, it's a God's gift, you know, and uh, to me. To share, you know, not to give yeah. back to him, you know, and for people to learn and connect and to have that inspiration. I mean, bro, on a daily basis, my my phone is full of messages of, of uh, gratitude, of how somehow the music touched them and affected them. And yeah, that's shit. That's what it's all about, bro. Request exactly, you know, yeah. like man, like if I know my purpose here, you know, was to inspire and. Uh, Encourage, you know, and I know these songs are gonna live on, and I didn't expect them to go as far as they did, as far as being sung in the, you know, our ceremonies, weepies, and mm-hmm. uh, sun dances, but they're they're on that sacred level, and yeah. how you perceive them and sing them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's how you gotta uh, take care of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you learn them, you sing them, and that good right attitude, the good heart, and that that's how the message is gonna be sent out to the creator, you know. And I, I really, my, my heart goes out to the youth all the time because a lot of them don't have nowhere to go or uh, no father figures or anything like that. So they, they need that inspiration. They, they, if they can hear a song, they're like, man, they want to, they, they know that's 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 who they are, their mm-hmm. culture, the Ola Kota, you know, all of that, that teachings behind that. There's so much that goes to it. But For sure, the music, yeah. the songs are so much part of it. So I, I you know, that's kind of like, uh, for me, the, to get people to look to the positive side and yeah. carry themselves that way, you know, and, uh, to learn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because, yeah, it's it's a, it's like you, you start thinking in deep to it, you know what I mean, about it. And, 
and uh like recording and stuff like that because I mean, you you know those recordings will get into the hands of somebody who's kind of rank or something you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like who shouldn't have it but yeah but at the same time man if somehow like you said if somebody could get a hold of that and use it in a good way or get get connected back to you mean the culture or, or, or you mean our ways then mm. i'm all for it but i don't know bro i, I just uh those are those are kind of things i always wonder what people think about because mm-hmm. like me i i like when I go go around, I I don't know all the protocol for everything, you know. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. everything. Like when we all these ceremonies we go to, like I don't I don't know. And I'm not I'm not the nervy kind of just jump in there and try to mm-hmm. take lead or anything like that. As you, as you could tell, bro, I sang mm-hmm. with you for a while here, and I don't, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, I mean, I, ch- I always try to take the humble route, and you know, what I mean, just just uh, just follow along. But um, man, like so, your life was pretty much uh, just the pipe and in, in, in these ceremonies and stuff and then so that's that's like just pretty much it what do you think it saved you just kept you going and just like saved your life you know what I mean like do you think that's like staying close to the ways to how that how important was that to you you know just just uh being around all of that and man after, and for you like you you were around so many people bro like for for it's i mean i i wasn't i mean i was i i had the privilege to like sing with uh John around him and you know who's a good singer that I, I, I used to really like back in the days was uh Bosco Bird. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, he used to travel yeah. he used to travel around with uh with John around him. Yeah, yeah. So um you know th- those are kinda good but man you, you grew up with it man. Like like even when I went to your your guys' uh Sundance this year over there in uh where where was that again at again, bro? American Horse Creek. Yeah. Is is that where it's always been, bro? No, it was at Three Mile Creek that's down the road, but uh-huh. there's some history there. It got moved over this permanent place right there, right now, where it's at. Uh, gifted it to the grounds there, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, the life tree and all that, you know, mm-hmm. permanent arbor, you know, all those good things that came about throughout the years. But, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the one. Yeah, bro, that's, uh, yeah, man, that, that was that was nice going there, bro. It's just it's one of those for me, it's one of those Sundances where man just feel real prideful, you know what I mean? Because mm. <laughs> it's it's so yeah. it's so good, bro. But yeah, um, shoot, bro. So who who was your like, who kind of took your hand and like like kind of really led you though, bro? Like who, who's the one who who led you as far as singing? I mean, or did you just kind of just do it on your own, or or was there somebody there that was always like you know what I mean leading you, guiding you the way, giving you answers and stuff like that? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, geez, growing up, I, like I said, I looked up to a lot of different ones, you know, uh, inspired by uh, different singers who I, I seen, you know, and I think a lot of it is part of the uh, <clears throat> influence for me off the bat, you know, growing up. Um, been in the American church, you know, different singers in there that could just sing like i never seen anybody sing before. Mm-hmm. And, uh so if you notice, a lot of my songs have a lot of that influence, you know, the that kind of style, mm-hmm. and um, but just how that came about and that fireplace gave me some good gifts there too, you know, as far as songs and blessings, you know. <clears throat> so there's a lot of for me, there's a lot of personal uh, ties to that, mm-hmm. to the fireplace, and um, but to see that, uh, for me, uh, I think it was a lot of just coming to terms with. Uh, all the music around me, mm-hmm. so I would hear my dad. He would he would even sing me to sleep at times. Uh, he would sing Beatles songs and all that. Mm-hmm. So he would sing to me to sleep a few times, and uh, 
he wasn't always in my life, you know. And my mom kind of shared custody here and there, you know. So they weren't really together growing up. Mm-hmm. But he was he wasn't that a traditional uh, sun dancer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He was uh, uh, in the Catholic Church, and he was a country singer, country yeah. blues artist singer. And, uh, he he composed his own songs on guitar too. So he was mm-hmm. he was a composer, and uh, he 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 played in the church, uh, gospel uh, songs like that in mm-hmm. the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. So he was an accomplished singer like that, and uh, growing up seeing him, he he showed me chords and stuff on a guitar. Yeah. So that 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 was a big part of my life too. Growing up, like I said, all those influences meshed together with the American church, my dad, and uh, the the Powells, you know, my uncles, Pass Creek. Mm-hmm. When I picked that role up as lead singer for Pass Creek at a young age, yeah, I don't know a lot of responsibilities that would come with it, but it came easy to me. Mm-hmm. As far as the songs, you know, what, what, they all looked at me, push. What what songs should we sing? You know, we got yeah. veterans honoring. You know, or you know, oh, so many songs, bro. You yeah. know, growing up, you, you uh, walk the Eagles, uh, memorials, uh, honors, and my own songs, uh, trying to do cover songs. And at the same time, New American Church, all those songs. I mean, there's like, so many songs yeah. coming this way and that way. At the same time. In high school, I was a headbanger like my uncle. He influenced me. Yeah, yeah. So I still carried that metallica with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. I was that high school kid that was kind of dorky looking with glasses, with uh, long hair. Uh, I was just walking around with my hair out, uh, ripped jeans, headbanger. That was me yeah. in high school, man. Kind of yeah. a dork, you know. It wasn't popular at all. Until my senior year when I when I got my guitar, acoustic guitar, and uh. the, Got they had some kind of music contest, uh, yeah. some kind of in high school, some kind of a talent contest or something. Uh-huh. Like my my bros were like, "Go ahead, just try it out." Cause I knew a song. Yeah, I was like, "Should I?" What? Like, God. <laughs> so a big stage and uh, the whole school. Yeah, I went out there and my buddy played bass and I played guitar and I, I sang, and it was this fucking wicked role. I would say that was <laughs> the defining moment for me because yeah. uh, once once they uh, once. I seen how the crowd reacted to me singing. Yeah. It was like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, you know, it was just like, I was, I was kind of popular. Eh? No yeah, one does yeah. the, the music guy, you know. And, yeah. You know, everyone kind of looked at me differently, you know. Yeah. Uh, but after that, I knew I had something, you know, where yeah. I can uh, capture the audience. Uh, yeah. My voice can uh, can reach people. Yeah. So to speak, you know. So that's when I, I felt that power, the magic, you know, like, man. Yeah. Right then and there, I knew. So yeah, then, like, like I told you, the other, yeah. day, the other day, we was, we was all sitting just hanging around, listening to all your songs. Right? Everybody's catching on to them, singing along. Man, yeah. it was cool, man. <laughs> just just <laughs> jamming out to your stuff, bro. But yeah, man. Um, shoot, bro. So, all right, man. Well, I'm going to have to ask you, man. You're going to have to jam a song for us, bro. Yeah. Jam a song for the people. Give give us a, your choice. But you know which one's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. but it's your choice, bro. It's right, your choice, cause uh, I mean, whoever's listening out here, you know, I, I know they probably, you, you know, like just like you said, your, your songs, you know, like I don't know, that, that's what that's what I think is just like, or like, if we get in tuned in sometimes when we're singing really, really good, like the other day we were jamming in here, man, like, mm. bro, that that that's that's powerful, man. You know what I nah, mean? So, yeah. cause uh, I don't know, there's a word for it in Lakota, I can't remember, um. I have to remember it and, and uh, mm-hmm. share it next time, but it's like, uh, you know, what I mean, like, like we have the ability to, you know, what I mean, bring people's 
prayers to another level. Yeah. You know, when we're singing good like that, like even mm-hmm. when even when we're out to Sundance, you know, what I mean, and we're, and we're, and we're jamming out, mm-hmm. um, shit, bro, like like that's that's always on my mind. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. like I, I want to sing, I want to help them out with our with our voices. Yeah, you know, what I mean, and, and uh, because mm. man, it's because you, I mean, have you danced before too, bro? I danced, like I said, ever since I could remember, I I danced since I was uh, could walk. Yeah. In the arbor, I told you I got uh, my air personal S five in the arbor yeah. there. Yeah. I did the whole thing, man. I was I humbled shut on the the hill when I was twelve, thirteen years old. Yeah. Uh, I go with I got to see a lot of powerful things going up. Uh, I gave flash when I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. Pierced, you know, and uh, going up to my whole teenage years, I danced while I was strong. Yeah. Four days. Tough, eighteen years straight in my life. I sometimes gave uh, myself to OG. Yeah, I gave myself to (laughs) to Josh, my grandpa, uh, the people, you know, and I I, uh, did all I can, and I suffered. No, I suffered Mm -hmm. hard. You know, it wasn't easy. Yeah, a lot of that. Maybe that's where uh, giving back. You know, and maybe I got something throughout of all that suffering through prayers. You know, to share back to the people. For sure, man. Just like, uh, but I mean, there's been times when, when I was, a long time ago, I, I danced too, and uh, man, I remember somebody come up and hey, their beat would, go, especially us being singers, you know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear, you could hear, you know, like yeah. somebody be going off beat, yeah. they'll come in on the song, off timing, you man, oh man, that throw me off, and when I was out, <laughs> when I used to Sundance, man, I used to be like, yeah. Oh, very, and then you know how you kind of get, man, you, you go through every emotion when you're there, so it's like, yeah, you kind of get annoyed, and uh, but man, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't hit, so I know whenever I go over there, I always try to, I always try to sing my best, bro, but man, it's, it's good to hear everything you, you, you mean, you've been through and how you came up and stuff, yeah, and how influential the like ceremonies and. And peyote ceremonies are on your life, bro. Like, like yeah. when I when I was saying, like it saved your life. Like, I mean, what I meant about it was like, uh, man, because with, with if I wouldn't have came around these ways and stuff, I don't even know what type of guy I would be. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, do you have you? Did you ever imagine like what would you be like if you never went to? Oh, Sarah? definitely, definitely, because I I, I, was, I was trying to go into the armed forces after high school. Uh huh. And I was set to go to, uh, I come from a military family on my on dad's side. Uh-huh. They're all military, bro, and they're all accomplished. Yeah. So I wanted to follow that tradition and family, you know, suit, follow yeah. along. And uh, yeah. after high school, man, I had long hair. I, I, I cut my hair, and I was ready to go, man. I was ready to go uh, Army, mm-hmm. uh, signed up and everything. And the recruiter came over, and I told my mom, yeah, I'm going, man. I'm ready to go, find a career, do something in my life, you know. Yeah, yeah. And before I had to do a medical exam and all that, and at the time they found out I had like a tumor in my head, so it wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't go through like basic training or anything. I had to do that medical problem. Oh, man. So because of that, I was not able to go to the uh, armed forces. Yeah. And my eyes were pretty bad, too. And, uh, yeah. Physically, I could do it, you know. Yeah. But because of that tumor, you know, so that that's a whole other story there about mm-hmm. how uh, I got carried through the Sundance and to this yeah. noise and that, that maybe that has uh, ties into the singing too but yeah man <laughs> life could have been different you know yeah yeah and you know what i really respect about you too like and a lot of singers around here is like so you got like like people who grew up in the city and they you know they there's powwows kind of like almost like just a sport you know there's no 
spirituality to yeah, it. There's yeah. there's no backbone to it to me. I think it's yeah. like like you're just singing to compete. You're just singing to sound yeah, good. Yeah. You're not. But like you you grew up in a place where you have to know appropriate songs for appropriate ceremonies. For, I mean for for like different yeah. ceremonies for for. Yeah, um, yeah. Even you know, like you, you have to be a fully loaded singer. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you can't just be a power singer where you just pull out a cool, pretty, straight song or anything like that. No, yeah. you gotta have songs for different ceremonies. You gotta have different honor songs, different, and and you know, what I mean, I, I know wow. you could, I know you could do that. And on top of that, you, you still came with a new flavor too. Like when you when you guys came out with that generation CD. Oh, yeah. That my cousin Tony. Oh man, with that, yeah. that one was like, bro, that yeah. that one was wicked, bro. <laughs> like all all those songs were just like, yeah. they, they were they were dope, man. Like uh, even my sister, me and my sister, we used to, we used to uh, my sister Viola, we used to just go over and, like record you guys back in the days, and um, man, it was it was badass. And then, and then that's when like uh, that's that's Nate Thunder was called Medicine Horse back in the days, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember you guys always battling out, man. But this when I was younger. I mean, I just let's go and record back and forth, yeah. go back and forth. But like, yeah, man. So, like I said, when you're around here, you have to be a fully loaded singer. You can't just be a just a one dimensional, you know. So, mm-hmm. and especially like, cause I I know when we go somewhere, man, it, they call on anything, you know, mm-hmm. ask you for anything, and you pretty much could jump to you mean and and have something ready you know i'm I'm still after all this time i've been singing bro i'm still learning like Mm -hmm. every day all the time i learn i learn new uh ceremonial songs or something like that and i hear it and and that's the thing about those old songs man they have like a a certain flow to them bro like Mm -hmm. like it's hard to imitate now you know it's like like um I don't want to sing one now but it's like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they 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 just have like a old like an old timey like style to to those old ceremony songs that are pretty mm-hmm. and like when I, I try to make my songs I like to have those type of um you know I mean those those type that type of flavor to it. Yeah. But um all right bro so yeah this is the part of the podcast where you gotta at least jam get give the people a little something. Alright. <clears throat> yeah the I think this song would be good to share. I've been uh um sharing the, I, I made this song maybe Past year, uh, came to me. <clears throat> Lost it there for a while. My phone and like I get ideas and I put it down. Then I, I got it. Then I, I sang it <clears throat> for an occasion. Then it, it did a song. It came out wrong. Mm-hmm. Now I look back on uh, back on it. I was like, wait, wait, it goes like this, you know. And then finally, I had it panned out just the way I wanted it to. But mm-hmm. I think it'll be pretty awesome to share this song because it's. Uh, I want to get into. I don't know the music that I'm gonna be coming out with uh soon here mm-hmm. and that's another thing you uh want to talk about too somewhere here uh the, the upcoming music so whenever you have mm-hmm. whenever uh you um you want me to i can explain and talk yeah. about the music that's going to be up and coming yeah, that's yeah. a whole situation there. for sure for sure bro, for but sure. this song here man yeah i shared it a few times uh <clears throat> i don't know if i told uh, um a lot of people don't know him but i'm an ordained minister in the uh, new american church so yeah, I, got, I didn't know that, bro. You know that, yeah. I got ordained minister, probably about ordained about let's see, 10, 15 years ago. I don't know the exact date. <laughs> I've been walking with that for some years now, and um, I actually have the authority to marry somebody, and uh, I take care of funerals. 
um, yeah. like that, you know. I yeah. didn't marry nobody, you know, but I, I have the authority to do baptism and things like that. Yeah. But I don't want to pick that part up in my life just yet, you know. Those parts of, the part as far as a, a spiritual leader in the Native American church, you know, mm -hmm. I, I help people. And so I, I run like uh, <clears throat> birthdays. And I, like I said, I did, I did uh, funerals. Hmm. Very, very uh, sad occasions, you know. Yeah. And me memories in my life that, you know, I, I have to walk with, you know, very emotional. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, I uh, feel don't know that about me, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but like I said, the other part where, you know, when I get older, I'll probably walk in with that a little more, you know, mm -hmm. responsibility. But right now, like I said, I, I just got ordained, you know, I, I don't go around, I'm not no big shot or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, just a humble man, you know, yep, existing yeah. on this earth and um, here to help best I can, you know, the people and share the, the, the music that I have and that, uh, that comes to me. And I, I know that it's, it helps people and in return I get blessings, you know. Yeah. And so this song here, like I said, I shared it uh, a couple of times with it. But I'll share it with you tonight. But, um, it'll be on the upcoming recordings I'll be having out uh album that I want to have out soon mm -hmm. so this, this this song will be on there and these songs are just more uh, for uh, my my struggles that I have been through in my life uh, things that I have felt and so on mm -hmm. experience you know so people say where's that song come from you know mm -hmm. it comes from creator it comes from my inner self it comes from emotions it comes from uh, me being broken at one time and coming to a better place in my life, you know, mm -hmm. so there's rejoicing there, there's hope, you know, because I've, I've been there, I've been to the darkness, I've been to the downside of life, you know. Mm -hmm. I know what that feels like, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not perfect, you know. Yeah. I have my struggles growing up. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm here today and I'm all right, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> continuing yeah. on, so this song here yeah. is... Uh, just ask for pity, and uh, uh, it, it uh, could be used, you know, prayer form, encouragement, ceremonial, however, you know, you want to uh, perceive it and utilize it, you know, but there is encouragement there, there is power, and when I, when I, a lot of these songs, you know, they, they have a, a lot of memories and things like that in it. Mm -hmm. Back on, I'm like, man, I remember that one. And a lot of times, I just can't remember songs that I made. <laughs> yeah, so many. But here it is. This. Here it is. I'll do my best here. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Prashanta Vashila Maya Loi Evani Vashya Loi Evani Vashya Oh, 
sacred manner, dancing, the heartbeat and the pairs, you know, they're being carried through the, uh, the spirit, you know, there's a spirit there that comes alive and there's a soul thankful to be part of that, you know, and however the great mystery works, you know, within the ways, mm-hmm. it's all good, you know, I, I see generations continuing, I see the, the next generation picking it up and maybe they'll be inspired by the songs that I, I create, you know, put out there. They can be inspired and carry it on, you know, carry that spirit on for the future generations, you know. But then I know a part of me is gonna gonna live on, you know, through these songs. So yeah, yeah. That's something I like, man. Even when I'm not here on this earth, you know. Yeah. These songs are gonna continue, you know. Man, that shit, yeah, bro. That's that's how that's how I think about it too. It's a deep, real deep way of thinking about it. Mm. And um. Yeah, it's a. I, I think what you know me getting older now and stuff and 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 being around like I, I get I get emotional bro like sometimes I really have to like focus when I'm when we're when we're singing and stuff mm. especially if we're if we're rocking it bro mm. like I, I I get emotional but I, I I know what you mean man to to be a part of it and 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 see all of it especially when you when you're singing good enough to make everybody like. Bring them to another level, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. it's a, bro, I, I get healing from that too, you know, oh, just, yeah, just, yeah, uh, man, it's, it's, it's Keely, bro, but it's, uh, I don't know, man, it's just get, just getting older, bro, just getting older, I, I just yeah. get emotional towards everything. Yeah, definitely. Even, even when I, uh, I don't know, I get, everybody think I'm big baby, but whatever, you know, you know how it is, bro, when, when oh, I can feel my emotions, you know, when I became a grand, grandpa, you know, and I became a grandparent, I'm like, man, it's, life is sure, uh, is, could sure come born this life, but I could look back and see, you know, so much trail of memories and, you know, where how how I've come to now, come into now, how, how much mistakes I made, yeah. triumphs, you know, it all led me to here, here and now, and all, you know, I can try to do all right, you know, and um, still got a long way to go too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all looking forward to, man. Looking with my kids, my uh, my grandkids, you know, like that. I mean, family. I want to start a family drum group, and you know, yeah. just have my boys in there. Just whatever, you know, just however the power trail takes me, you know. And uh, I'm just, I'm just so fortunate that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Lakota, you know. Yeah. Love yeah. being Lakota, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. Hey, man, can I do a, a shout out or what? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, shout out and my my wife, you know, my dear loving wife, 
Dottie going on like <clears throat> 18 years, you know, and uh, we're going to be celebrating 20 years, you know, not too long here. I'm real happy about that. And same time, my uh, oldest boy there, 21, Darius, uh, shout out to him, you know, he's my oldest boy. He's he's working hard. And then my oldest daughter, uh, Sasha, she just had baby, baby Jacob, you know, her boyfriend Jacob, son of all there, you know. And then, uh, um, yeah, my gaji, my girl, you know, my, so she's, uh, she's 14, I believe, and then my oldest boy, or my other boy, Tim, Paul Dancer, uh, he's, uh, 12, and then my other boy is the Paul Dancer singer, he's 9, and then maybe girl, uh, oh, he has to me, you know, she's my baby, she's gonna be 5 here this Saturday. Yeah, hey. That's awesome. Big celebration of her. But yeah, shout out to the family there. And you know, my mother, uh, you know, my aunties and uncles, you know, my, my father in heaven, you know, rest in peace, you know, like that. And my father passed away years back, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's not able to uh, physically see. I know spiritually he sees everything, you know, taking care of me. But, uh, you know, shout out to my family out there, you know. Yeah. So I hold near and dear like that, you know, who you are, you know, so like that. And listening, thinking for Listening, supporting like that, you know. Yeah, shit, yeah, bro, shit, yeah, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you came on, bro. We, I'm, I gotta have you on again, again, bro. We, we, you know, we've got more to talk about, and um, and uh, I, all right, bro. So now, now we're at the part of the, I mean, it. Oh yeah, and, and what about your up, upcoming uh, music you you got coming out, bro? Oh yeah, definitely, man. We'll talk about that. Uh, um, it's it's uh, like I said, I have projects. I had it going on for a couple of years now. I've been trying to get something out there. <clears throat> called the Courage on the Sacred Day and working with uh, uh, Jay Laveau, um, shout out there, you know, producer, you know, we're uh, working hard, but it's just so many things came up in the past uh, couple of years. <clears throat> I would say uh, my own personal health issues, you know, yeah. dealing with, uh, and I've been dealing with things, you know, and trying to, uh, Getting, I've been really working hard. I've been like a workaholic, you know, and yeah. putting all my attention to my uh, job. And I'm going to school at the same time for my job. I'm getting uh, going full time uh, teacher training. Yeah. And at the same time, full time working. Uh, it's very, the head gets exhausting sometimes, but I love it, you know. And I can't imagine myself doing anything else, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it's been. A, I, I know I need to get the music out there. People are waiting, and I got so many songs that I, uh, I'm just sitting on. I'll say. Yeah. And I haven't shared or anything like that, and I'm just kind of waiting for the season to open up here too. Uh, we won't go cheese, you know. The the Joaquinas are back, so everything's yeah, gonna be that, picking up, you know. <laughs> last year, bro, I, I, all of your songs, every Sundance I went to, your songs were being sung, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, bro, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that and, um, we'll get it, uh, have to get your scary story going pretty soon. All right, bro. So, let's talk about, uh, do you have any anything else coming up? Like, uh, some, uh, like, like anything else, like acoustic guitar or something like that, or, or, or anything else you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's, that's where, uh, <clears throat> let the relatives know that, yeah, I've been going. I've been wanting to record, like I said, sitting on some music for a while, but I got so much to share and uh, a lot to share. And 
Um, I think the thing nowadays I've been just sharing things on live videos on Facebook, and man, they've been yeah, they've, they've been getting shared a lot, and you know, yeah. it's been out there, you know. But uh, I'm more or less just trying to like, just want to share good feelings to my uh, relatives, you know, whatnot. And, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, definitely, I have I want to work on some acoustic. I got music, I got songs. Uh, and I want to get out there and share that part, that talent. Uh, I'll possibly I'm gonna be doing some stuff on. I haven't did it yet, but I'm gonna share uh, guitar music on the uh, my live videos on Facebook too. People just know me as you know the the prayer song guy and yeah. that way, but they don't know uh, the genres of music that I work with, you know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so you know, that's something I definitely want to do. Work on that uh, acoustic. Then, like I said, try to get the. Uh, the recording out with the uh, prayer songs that courage on the sacred day. Do you have that like, a timeline or anything you think for, for when you, that we had the courage on the sacred day should be within the next few months. Definitely. Yeah. It's already done recording. The, the tracks are there somewhere out there on YouTube on uh, Jay's channel, yeah. Jay Lebeau. So he, he, he shared some stuff uh, from that recording and there's, there's more that we did that he hasn't released. So that's, yeah. that's pretty cool, man. <clears throat> so we're going to collaborate that, uh, come out with that soon. That's going to be the main thing. And then the next one is, uh, after that, uh, Native American church with uh, drummer and Gord. Yeah. Um, want to do an album like that. And I have a lot of good songs like that, bro. A lot of, uh, everyone knows me the, that way, you know, those I have composed songs that way too with the American church yeah, so I want to share an album like that man it's going to be oh it's going to be top notch you know something I'm looking forward to and then uh, back when Powell's are starting up now you know I'll definitely take some I used to walk around with like copies of music that I've done so just like people ask where's your music at you know well, yeah you got some but you know it's just some of my personal stuff that I'll share you know yeah. But like I said, the main thing is Facebook Live, and you know, I'll do a live video. People ask me all the time to to do some uh, a song for a birthday or occasion occasion encouragement, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's been pretty cool, you know, and uh, got a lot of good encouraging uh, feedback from that. So music-wise, there's a lot coming, you know. I want to uh, let their altos know that, you know, I haven't been doing too much about recording and sharing anything, but uh, it's definitely, I haven't did anything on my SoundCloud in a while either. But I definitely got a lot of music out there I'm, I'm sitting on. So yeah, it's going to blame it on COVID, yeah? It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> COVID. It's a pandemic held back. Hey, bro, do you, oh. do you think I could ask you to sing to sing a song with your guitar? Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, I bought it, and I just thought I, was, I, I could share a song. Uh, like I said, I got some upcoming music coming, and uh, I used to do some festivals. Now I, I was actually part of uh, some bands growing up uh -huh. from college uh, on into my uh, back in maybe... 2000, enjoyed a band called Spiders back, uh, <clears throat> and uh, we went around and did like, gigs, you know, here and there. Yeah. But that was cover songs. But same time, I've always been this underground artist uh, with my gu guitar music. Like I said, my dad was a big influence on me. Yeah. And so I always wrote my own music growing up, and I shared a few of the Keely Radio and Derek Genius recorded me a few songs. Mm -hmm. Some I put some stuff on SoundCloud, but like I said, not I did a few festivals where I'll, I'll sing live, and it was, it was always pretty cool. It, uh, I want to definitely concentrate on this guitar music. I got so many songs that I want to uh, get out there and share and hopefully play some uh, festivals again. <clears throat> sure. So, but this song... Is this uh, song something you something you, you uh, came up with? Is this your own material? Yeah, this is the original song I made. Uh, it's about the rain and uh, my daughter, uh, one, of my, one of my daughters, you know, her name was Rain. 
And uh, I've always felt close to the rain. I've been named, like I said, I named my daughter Rain. Yeah. Makajui, we call her. But the rain, I've always grown up, I've always felt close to the rain. Uh, <clears throat> how it made me feel when I, when I seen it, uh, how it smelled, you know, things like that. And there's yeah. power in there, there's life in there, it makes things grow. Yeah. So there's rain, you know, life, you know. <clears throat> but uh, working on this song, it's kind of, um, uh, I've not panned out just yet, but I'll, I'll sing what I can for you. And then uh, for, for Altibs, and then just keep looking out, you know, this is it's, uh, something, a um, project I'm working on. Hopefully you like it, because, you know, it's something like, man, I'm just known as this other kind of singer. But this is something I'm real passionate about, this kind of music here, too. And I know it's going to reach a, a lot more people out there. And something about me that this is a part of me, too, you know. Hell yeah, bro. So, it's all original, original, uh, everything I wrote and the words and everything. So. Check it out. It's kind of like contemporary a little bit. I put a little bit of flavor in there of some native contemporary, but it's just, uh, I don't know, it could be bluesy, country rock, I don't know. Check it out. Yep. <clears throat> it's called uh, I Just Rain. Rain. <laughs> Something like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Still working on that one anyway. Hell yeah, bro. That, that was the one right there, kid, man. But yeah, I just got thinking about you know the, the rain, the soothing rain. But uh, I also have some different parts of that song, which I'll, you know, some Lakota words and the language, you know. But I was still panning that part out. But mm-hmm. that's just the basic melody right there, you know. Yeah. But uh, still working on it. But just wanted to share that, you know, what's to come, and just hope people will perceive it in a good way. You know, that's that's my fear. Like, man, are they you know, like it, you know, because yeah, they just told me as something I, you know. But uh, Shit, yeah, bro, that's more to me, than, bro. more to me than you know. Uh, Lot what's out there, you know, but uh, yeah, I just love music all around, you know. Like I said, my dad yeah. was a big influence to me, uh, and my uh, just growing up in life, being around music and uh, taking it all in and enduring and uh, and then creating, you know, creating on my own. That was something that I <clears throat> found out I could do growing up was just how uh, it came easy to create, and it's all a part of my uh, artistry because I love creating art too, you know. I'm an accomplished artist, I went overseas for art, went to school for art, uh. You know, I teach art. My grandpa Jimmy he was an art teacher, so yeah. that that was a lot of influence too. You know, so yeah. And later on in my years here, uh, that's uh, when I, uh, in between my teaching here, and I really want to kind of make time for my uh, my art, oil painting, acrylics, because I, I love art. You know, I love. Uh, like I said, I, I won awards growing up, and I, I I did that whole artwork on that Generations album. I did. I painted that. Gee. So when I was this young man, I painted that and. Uh, so I did that cover art for that album too. Damn. Not only did I make all the songs in there, you know, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just part of that creativity, you know, wanting to share and uh, that song there, the, the kind of music, you know, was just something I I love to create too, and I hope people perceive it in a good way and like I get, you know. Yeah. Like I said, once it comes to a live performing, like, uh, and I can really, uh, I love that, you know, I love singing like that and. Something I hope to get back into, you know, after all this COVID and pandemic yeah. stuff, and I wasn't able to do that, you know, really. But getting back into it now and yeah, starting to sing at the big drums. Live somewhere, bro. You can just get out there, and I know they have these little festivals down here in Rapid City. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was good at one of these times and at that square. Yeah. But I did some festivals here and there, and uh, got invited. You know, then I did some virtual festivals this past. Uh, during the pandemic, I got to do stuff over in Canada. So, hoping I get invited back and I can showcase that, you know. Yeah. You know people will like it, man. Once I maybe do it at a powwow during a supper break or something just to yeah. get it out there, you know. Like, people are chowing or just pull out the guitar and start jamming. And I'm like, well, that guy, can do that. that guy can do that too, you know. And it's just to share the music and, uh, you know, getting it out there and create and create. And uh, I love collaborating too, you know, collaborating yeah. and, you know, uh, Hope looking forward to some collaborations too. So yeah, she. I, I, I was just thinking about. Uh, I'm gonna have Gerald Zephyr on here uh, soon, and that I was just thinking like their their main song for their Sundance is is your song, bro. That, mm. that uh, which one is it? Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, that one, bro. So you, your stuff is traveling around. Yeah, I'll get uh, feedback and get invited. I'm trying to make it as much as I can this summer in the different Wangwa cheese because uh, I get invited here and there. And it's just hard to make it all over, you know. And like yeah. I said, I'm a, I'm a power singer, uh, uh, name church, you know, minister, and same time trying to powwow. It's just all, you know, I love I love the culture. I love the ways and Shit, yeah, love being connected, you know. But yeah. it's hard to do everything, you know, but try to make yeah. time for everything, so. Yeah, I always get excited this time of year, too, man, because, uh, 
Shit, dude, it's 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 gonna be starting up pretty soon. World is gonna be. That's it, over. man. The power of the drum, because that's what I miss, man. Being a lot of people don't understand that singers, you know, being the pandemic, gotta be away from that drum. Something we, I, I know, I walk with for my whole life, and yeah. to put it away like that, it was it was tough, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was something that needed to be done and healing. Now we're in the healing process, you know. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, I know we learned something from all this, you know, pandemic, you know. Yeah. And being myself, uh, being, uh, I always tell people, stay spiritually connected no matter what, because you never know what this world, you know, it's it's a tough world we live in. And like the intro song, uh, A Mother, you know, uh, that song that we played in the beginning there, one of my acoustic songs, I uh, talk about our mother, Mother Earth, you know, and how our indigenous people, our, our Lakota people, are uh, fighting for that uh, mother, you know, yeah, for the clean water, for our future generations, and how we are, you know, we talk about uh, seventh generation, and uh, <clears throat> you know, we want our ways to continue, but we, it is our, our culture is very, very strong and thriving today, you know. Yeah. And uh, our ceremonies have survived this far. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I teach culture every day, and I, I motivate these kids on a daily basis of how to be the strong Lakota youth and how to walk about in this modern day times. You know? Yeah. I said, it's not your, the Lakota, the one that, you know, rode horse and lived in TV, you know, you know, like that, that one, you know, that one there is, we, we can never go back to that, you know, almost, yeah. you know. But, you know, we were, we moved on, we're, we're still Lakota. Our ways still continue. That's what our ancestors uh, struggled for, you know, lived and died for. Yeah. And uh, now we're here uh, continuing on, but, you know, our youth need to know where they come from, where they're uh, <clears throat> to be connected, you know, and to, to know where they come from. Uh, ancestors did so much and come from such a strong people, you know. Yeah. And when you see the beauty of the, the culture within the Uwangwachis and the Pawas and everything, you know, the colors and the, you know what's it's going to be all right. We just have to take care of it, you know. Yeah. Take care of it and keep those old songs alive too, you know. I'll stop people that just because I'm composer and all that, you know, I, I sing those old songs all the time and never let them die, you know. Keep them alive, you know. A lot yeah. of a lot of meanings and stories behind those songs. Yeah. That's Okawi Chasha, you got to start from those and you know, learn those old ones then you can build up you know that's yeah. how I was taught you know yeah. learn those old ones first and then you know you can keep going but I always remember where you came from I always keep those old songs alive you know honor them honor, honor that generation like that you know hell yeah bro honor the, those relatives like that speaking and the time. truth bro <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah that, uh, so like I had a quick question. So, so with with the you work with the youth a yeah. lot. Do you see yeah. like, are they really taken to the culture, or is is it pretty tough? Is it? It's tough at first because uh, all of them don't. All of them, from what I work <clears throat> with different ones, you know, and all of them are just so don't know anything about it because their parents don't know anything about it. So yeah. it's uh the other culture that they're used to is what they see on TV, you know. The, yeah. And. Uh, and I tell them, that's, that's not who you are. And um, they're just trying to connect with other cultures. I say, you got a rich, beautiful culture right here. Yeah. And that's where I come in, like, trying to you know, tell other, oh, Okawi Tasha is another uh, men to uh, be mentors and to start teaching these guys, you know, the youth, reaching out to them. Because uh, I had a drum group last year, man, we were thriving. Uh, like ten singers, youth singers, you know, all, all uh, younger, younger guys, and uh, mm-hmm. 
teaching them the songs. And as I looked around the drum group, you know, <clears throat> they, were, they were talking about uh, how they were going to try to carry on and all that. But I looked and they're all like, uh, none of them had, they're all kind of orphans, you know, almost. Mm -hmm. no, they, they talked about their dads and none of them had their dads in their life almost. And uncle, mm -hmm. and uncles for that father figure or older brother. Yeah. The father was you know, incarcerated or not with the mother or something, you know. Yeah. But <clears throat> you don't know anything. A lot of these youth didn't know anything about who they were as far as culture, uh, where they, uh, the history. So I told them, you know, within the school, the whole history about the people, mm -hmm. how we come to this far, mm -hmm. and the the sacrifices that were made for for them, mm -hmm. and what they need to do to pick it up. Yeah, and to carry it on for us because you know a lot of us ain't gonna be here. And I see the elders that left, and the language goes with them, you know. Yeah, and that's sad, man. I'm like, man, and all myself, I'm picking it. Up. I, I ain't fluent, but I'm definitely learning more and more. And uh, I just uh, want the youth to to know that you know they they need to pick up that language and do all they can to to learn the culture, you know, because that's that's what's gonna take them. That's what's gonna take care of them throughout their life, you know. Yeah, and uh. Well, I need that, you know. This is just the way how we you could be spiritually collected. That's what I teach uh, how to be the, the values, walk with the values in life. You know, we have our spiritual values, our spiritual laws that we live by. Yeah. And if they can know those, they be more spiritually connected. That that's that's Lakota right there. Yeah. We were always spiritual people. Yeah. We were spiritually connected, living in this uh, physical world, you know. Now, a lot of people are physically living, hoping to have a spiritual experience every now and then, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You can be spiritual in your everyday, even in this modern time. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, can just, you can still uh, pray, give things, tobacco, water, you know, all those first medicines. Yeah. Uh, NEP, you know, that's what was given to us. That's yeah. why we have to carry it on, you yeah. know, in this modern times, you know. So we still can, uh, we have our, our council fires, we still have our, our uh, sacred fires, those kind of things that are going to carry us on uh, to our, our next generation. They're going to pick it up, you know, that, that council fire, that light is still going to continue on. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to brighten this light and teach these kids, you know, you, you, you are come from a strong people. You can carry on, you can do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, well. And you learn, 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 and uh, be this modern day Lakota, you know. You can do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, bro. That's man. That's that's badass that you're doing that, man. And I always wish that I could I could help in some way. You know what I mean? Uh, down there, cause in Pine Ridge, I see a lot of just like you know what I mean. Just it's tough, bro. You know, like like in, just just to use what they go through. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But just like you said, if if uh, everybody finds you know I mean their way back to you know what I mean like our spirituality, man, it helps you in all kinds of ways just to just to stay on track, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, shit, bro, I respect you for that, man, and I'm, I'm glad I had you on here, bro, you got so much knowledge, and oh, hopefully you come back one day, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could do a lot more stories, man, there's a lot more to yeah. share, man, like I said, this uh, tapping into something, but I was, I was uh, honored to share something, and uh, to uh, share part of, you know, growing up with the music, but there's so much more, you know, so much more, you know. Shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, now oh, you, you know what time it is now, right? You got a scary story, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely you could do that. Uh, <clears throat> all right, man. Uh, yeah, I was I was going through different stories that I was uh, thinking about. There's a lot. Of, she growing up on a res, you know. There's a lot of stories, you know. But yeah. yeah.
seen things my seen a few things myself that I couldn't explain, you know. But this one here, uh, <clears throat> uh moved out to East of Porcupine probably about two thousand twelve. And me and the wife, you know, we got a little uh, homestead out there. Uh, my wife's family has land out there, so uh-huh. I put a homestead out there, a little trailer house, and built it up to a home, you know, and put my sweat lodge out there, and yeah. teepee grounds, real beautiful place out there, man. It's just yeah. beautiful, you know, but a lot of history, too. I heard a lot of stories about that place. Yeah. And um, I never went out hardly at night, you know, after hours, because mm-hmm. uh, you just have a feeling out there. It's country living. <laughs> my nearest neighbor is uh my nearest neighbor at the time you know was my my mother-in-law she left up the door a little bit but just me my wife and my little family and my uh that's it our little pets you know we have out there little dogs mm. <clears throat> and um yeah it gets kind of quiet out there sometimes the creek just runs by that old place live out there east of porcupine and uh, i remember i uh me and the wife were put the mattress in the living room just to watch movies it's bigger and there's a little family clay around yeah and I, I grew up you know knowing never to whistle at night or you know main thing was put food out uh, you know and uh, one thing was always cover the windows you know always cover the windows yeah you know Lakota's know that that's why there's blankets on the windows all the time you know but yeah. uh, I always do that and this particular night um, for some reason I didn't do it in the uh, front window uh-huh. It was kind of like a small window, but you could see outside, and it was moonlight, you know, that yeah. night, that particular evening, and we watched movies, and I covered every, I always covered windows, but that night, I left the window open in our living room, so you could see in, and we could see out, and we were watching movies, and pretty soon my kids started zonking out, you know, popcorn, yeah. everyone going out one by one, you know, I... I stay up. I was, I was the last one to stay up, you know, <laughs> the last guy to stay up. <laughs> so I, I started watching the movie, and at that, a scary movie. I can't remember exactly which one, but those kind of movies get you on, you know, get you riled up. Yeah. But I was just kind of hanging there, you know, and all of a sudden, uh, I was watching TV, and the wife's like, all I heard was like, huh, 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 and she just covered up. But she just woke up. Uh-huh. So she woke up, checking on me. I was still watching TV at that. And she happened to look out the window, and she just opened her eyes and checking on me. But as she looked at me, she looked at the window, and something was peeking in at me while I was watching. And she said that whatever it was, it had, like, a stringly hair, and it was all dark. And uh, she said, <gasps> she said, something's out there. Something was looking out of the window. So I got it all manly, you know, ah, I'll check it out, you know. But <laughs> the thing was, is our dogs weren't barking outside. We had a dog outside, and it was uh, not barking. Uh, so to me, I was like, hey, why is that dog not barking? So I got up and, uh, you know, turned lights on, went outside, looked around. The dog was just sitting there. Yeah. And I looked around, nothing, nothing around the house, nothing. Nobody was like, hey, it was out there, you know. But she's like, man, it was, the way she explained it was, you had, like, stringly hair, dark. Yeah. And it was this dark peeking in on us and pretty freaky <laughs> so we know we lived with that for a while you know yeah. like oh but i was always knew something was out there you know yeah a little while later probably uh, a year later or so <clears throat> my daughter makaji we came back from shopping and it was all dark like that and she had a new lamp and we come around our house it's all dark with my sweat lodges that around the area it's all dark and, uh-huh. <clears throat> there's light on the other side but she come around I had a new addition put in on our trailer so we have a whole new addition a whole new 
a living room and a whole new uh, bedroom. Uh-huh. So she comes around the back door because it's open, and she starts walking. I was getting stuff off the car, and it was muddy, so I had to park a certain spot. Uh-huh. Not, not too close to the house. We had to walk to the house because it was mud. Yeah. So she's walking. All I heard was this death screaming. Ah, my daughter, you know. Oh, ah. shit. She drops uh, her lamp, breaks, and she comes running to me. She drops all her belongings. She got yeah. you know, stuff she bought from the store. Yeah. She was so scared that she just dropped everything and ran to me. And, Dad, there's somebody over there. Somebody. I can't understand what she was talking about. What is it? You know, and I had it, like I said, it'd be tough. And you know, go over uh-huh. there. Who's <laughs> over there? Who's over there? Yeah. She said it was somebody. It looked like Elijah, one of her, uh, one of my nephews. Uh-huh. But he ran. Whatever it was was all dark, and it ran from by you know the old house that <laughs> shed to the by back of your sweat lodge area. <laughs> she said he just ran. But she said it was dark, and he had a uh, stringly hair. <laughs> kind of the same thing my wife was explaining. Uh-huh. <laughs> so right then and there, I was like, ah oh, man, I don't know, but. I had sweat the other night after that, few nights after that, and I just prayed about it, you know. And, yeah. Uh, that's all you can do, you know, just pray some spirits around here or something. But whatever it is, just pray. So there's a creek there, uh-huh. you know, so you never know where we live in or something. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> but it's just, uh, that's something that was just, I could just feel them around that, that, that part there, whatever it was. It's, you could just hear things crackling in the creeks all the time. And, pretty eerie area but you know ever since i put my sweat lodge there it just kind of kept things out of the bay but <clears throat> something i realized is along that road there there's like four cemeteries uh-huh. that come across that stretch of road there Jeez. so there's like four cemeteries literally on that road that that i used, where I used to live uh-huh. and i currently i just moved to sharps corner so uh, i still have my place in my lodge out there but you know yeah it's, it's it was always uh something out there i know it was Something resides out there, you know. There's a lot of different yeah, stories know, about. Now I'm gonna shit myself people. next year. I'm gonna shit myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, I gotta make it down there. What is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. I lodge there. I just uh, get some wood there lately, and I'm starting you know, springtime, so yeah. starting my lodges again. You know, I try to have them every every week or so. You know, and invite different relatives to come over and jam out. You know, but it's a beautiful area. You know, it's yeah. It's I see your picture. Yeah, it's beautiful out there, you know. Yeah, I know. I know there's probably something out there. My mom's always telling me too, don't be traveling at night. <laughs> Especially like over red shirt or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just speaking of red shirt, man, I was telling the wife I had a scary one about that too. But uh-huh. Maybe next time. But that was one of the ones I was debating too. I wonder if I should tell that one or the other one. But I have a scary story about a red shirt table, man. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty keely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, you speaking of like a creek, I remember I used to go sweat over there with the, back in the days, this guy named uh, Steve Shanger, mm-hmm. he was my teacher in eighth grade, but I remember one time uh, I had sweat, right, he used to have this sweat and it goes down, down this hill and oh, his sweat was on all these trees and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, man, he, so but he had this wolf dog, so when I go over to his house, shit, I scared that dog was going to get me, man. <laughs> So I remember my sister. She she had she took me because there was sweat that night. So she took me over there and and uh, shit. I I didn't, I didn't see Steve there. So I was looking around. I was, I was like, "What the hell's going on, man?" So I was like, and my sister was like, "I'm not gonna wait here for you. You better you better get out." And I was like, "I didn't know that dog's <laughs> gonna give me, man. Where that dog's at, man?" So anyway, I I saw so it. I looked and I see, I, they used to call him Lobo. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I ran, jumped on that that uh, that uh, van, man. Mm. And I was sitting there on top of that van because I knew he couldn't get me. Yeah. And I didn't see him anywhere, but I wasn't going to get down, man. But, and then, so I was yelling, I said, Steve, Steve. She was yelling his name. Yeah. And somebody says, Sam, come down. Somebody yelled, yelled, yeah. at, yelled from down the sweat. So I was like, okay, yeah. shit, well, all right. Well, he, Low was down there. He, he won't let him get me. Yeah. So I went, opened that gate, walked down there. Shit, I started getting closer to that sweat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Start getting closer. Shit was dark, man. There's no, there's no fire lit, no nothing, man. Yeah. Shit, there's nobody out there, man. <laughs> somebody called me down there, man. Hey. Sam, come down. Hey. And once I got close, I seen that. I seen when nobody down there. Oh yeah. man, it chills just got. You oh, know what oh, I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh. And, then, and then to make it worse, yeah. that that lobo came out the back of that sweat. Yeah. That that wolf dog. Yeah. And start fuck. He's going full speed at me, man. Oh man, man. Oh man. But that's when I was younger and quick. Yeah. So, man, I took off up that hill, man. Yeah. And then it's crazy too, cause his horse started chasing me too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that horse and that dog was chasing him. <laughs> so I get up that hill, man. Got to that yeah. gate, and Steve was just pulling up like they had a big old uh, load of wood. Yeah. So what the hell are you doing, man? I bailed over that that fence and. Yeah. Told him the whole story, man. But that place is creepy down there too, cause it's like you're going towards White Clay. Yeah. It's off on the side, on the side, almost like you're going to White Clay Dam. Yeah. Yeah. He had a sweat out that way, but man, bro, that was, that one was wicked too, man. <laughs> but shit, I, but yeah. I don't, I, I can't handle anything like that, bro. Too chicken, man. Yeah. But shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once again, bro, man, I appreciate having you on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'm gonna tell you again, bro. Like you're one of the reasons why I start singing. Cause uh, listening to Pass Creek singers in the '90s, you know, just all the, everything you guys putting out, and yeah. you and Chung Leska and the crew, and uh, just you know, what I mean, just hey. just uh, everything was it, it was it was it was it inspired me, and I started singing Sundance, and I went from there. You know, I, I didn't have yeah. me myself. I didn't have like like uncles and yeah. and everybody teaching me the step yeah, by yeah. step. I, I just I I I grasped onto it but, uh, with what I had. You know, what I mean, my yeah. mom used to take me to Powell's and stuff, and yeah. and uh. And I like I used to follow you guys around, man. Shit, I had that tape player. Yeah. Fucking, I showed you that tape. What was yeah, it? 90, 1997 <laughs> Black cool, Hills man. Power, man. Hell, man. Shit, that's, that was dope, man. Dang, that's what? That's 24 years ago, bro. <laughs> 24 years ago, and I was standing there recording <laughs> you guys, man. Because it was you guys, Eagle Mountain, and, and uh, Black Lodge. Yeah. But that, I'm, I'm, I think almost every time you guys sang, man, I had, uh, there's still more recordings there I got to find, too. Hey, check those out. Yeah, yeah and then all, all through the years, I followed you guys around, man. So just, you know, keep doing what you're doing because you didn't even know that you were inspiring somebody to sing, you know? Mm-hmm. Back yeah. then, you were just having fun, you know? Yeah. You were just doing what you love. But that whole time, I was standing there watching you guys, you know? Yeah. I was watching you guys, and shit, I, I learned all those songs that, Every, all of those songs, every every songs off that CD, man. I knew them. That those old, those old jams. You know I mean, all, all those, and you made all those, huh? Yeah. Look at that, bro, man. Yeah. Yeah. So shit, man. That's a something to be a to take pride in, man. Because I, yeah, I, I I start jamming because you guys, you know what I mean. And yeah. then following you guys around, all the singers around, all the local singers of Pine Ridge, man, were like, geez, you guys are like gods to me, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> like I said, I used to just sing Sundance, bro. I used, yeah. to, I used to sing Sundance, and I didn't have no voice to sing shit. You guys are skying it, man. 
<laughs> you know, you know how you start off when you just because yeah. I I started like you. I didn't uh, I didn't uh, I didn't start singing when I was a kid or anything. Yeah. I started like when I was probably about yeah maybe fifteen or so. You know. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's I mean you you were jamming doing what you loved. And you inspired me to inspired me to jam too. So but yeah, yeah man, you wanna. You want to jam one more for the for the peeps? Yeah, yeah. Let's jam with a uh, collaborate on that. All right. Which which one are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go for yeah. it, bro. You started out, and I'll I'll blend it with you, bro. All right. Oh, 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 hey, oh, 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 thousand more questions bro but yeah. I, I need more episodes bro so you're gonna yeah, have to definitely. come back <laughs> yeah definitely a lot more a lot, lot more stories and maybe some stories about the, the trail and yeah spirituality i mean there's so much more you know but yeah, yeah doke shan k you know that'd be cool yep yep yeah, and, i was uh, honored to uh, have you on uh thank you for asking me to be on here for sure on here and i really appreciate it you know yeah reaching out to the altars and kind of uh, do some updates and uh, up and coming like that. You know, the good things to come. You know, like I said, I've been for sure. just work, work, work. But now I'm not, you know, I know I need to get back into the, the music and start sharing more and ready for that. You know, just uh, let their altars know. You know, some good good stuff's coming. You know, shit, yeah, bro. Shit, and man, the season's coming up, bro. We're gonna be able to jam. We're gonna. Yeah. You already know how it is, man. Sitting at the drum and yeah, okay. the, the joy and the and and and, and the power yeah the power that that spirit all that you know yeah i i, I believe you know like us going there singing and stuff like that just gives us that does a lot you know mm-hmm. so even even for our, our our own families you know me just uh, going out there praying like that so mm-hmm. it's, it's good to have you on bro and um yeah uh do you want to 
talk say something about this last song we're going out with, bro? Yeah, yeah. This song uh, uh, came about years ago, and geez, uh, a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, story behind it. You know, uh, as a kid, I remember hearing this song, and uh, it was just this. Uh, it was it was a tune I had in my head, and kind of my uncle showed me a little bit of the words, and I was like, man, I like that, and I. To start working with it and working with it, and all of a sudden it just came out, uh, came out the way it did. Yeah. And I have my daughter and my, my wife sing with me on the recording. On this recording, well, my daughter's only like, she's just tiny at the time on this recording, so <laughs> that's why it's special to me because I can still hear her as a little girl. Yeah. Right now, you know, she she's a mother and all that, you know. Yeah. And my wife has always been, you know, uh, got down for me and backing me up and the uh, trail and the Sometimes it is in the power. I mean, she has a powerful voice, you know. Yeah. And I was uh, appreciate her uh, backing me up and always uh, supporting me and encouraging me, you know. Yeah. And so the song, you know, like it, it brought it out uh, years ago at the Sundance, and uh, I shared it on the mic and uh, the other relatives, you know, the the leader. He had the dancers go out, and uh, it was just there was so much power in that, you know, and I always remember that and. It's been just the, the smile of that that day, that yeah. moment, that moment, and the, those dancers with their whistles going out there, and it was just an awesome sight, and uh, the power of you know, the gosh, like that spirit, you know, was there. And yeah. So you know, that's the song, you know. Then I remember uh, different ones sing it too, and uh, covered it, and so it traveled out there, you know. Different ones sing it, they liked it, and. A lot of people ask permission, can I sing this one? Can I record it? Do you, as long as you remember where it came from and yeah. all that, you know, recon, uh, recognize and all, and all that. But yeah, it's a special song to me. Well, uh, it kind of, to me, it's like uh, really crying out to the Creator, you know, hear me, you know. Yeah. I, I, in times of my life, I was like that, you know, I just cried out, cried out to the Creator to, to hear my prayer, you know. Yeah, Not yeah. just for me, but for somebody out there who needs it, you know. Yeah, and that's that's how we are in life, you know. We cry out, and, and these songs, you know, they're our, our refuge and their salvation and uh, anthems, you know. Yeah. And how we how we uh, live our lives as Lakota, you know, in our spirit that we have as Lakota, you know, it's in these songs, you know, the strength, you know. Yeah. So I'm very part to fortunate to be part of that, you know, yeah. and God. Uh, just know that good things are to come, and I, I look forward to praying with each and every one of you out there where I can make it, you know, whether it be through the American church or through uh, the Sundance ways, you know, traditional ways, out there sharing the music, sharing the power, sharing the songs, sharing the encouragement, you know, that's what it's all about. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it, bro. Yeah. So that's what the songs, that they're the descending song, you know, uh, special to me like that, you know, the history behind it right there. For sure, bro. And thank you again. Thank mm -hmm. you again for coming on, bro. We will have you on again soon, bro. Yeah, Duke Shaw, okay. Watch y'all get to do. Survivors of Destruction.